Welcome to the Making Money in the Music Business podcast, where we share insightful views on a variety of topics in the music industry that can help you make more money from your music business. And now, here are your hosts, Dr. William E. Smith and Kenya McGuire-Johnson. In this podcast episode, I apologize for the quality of the recording. For some reason, my program and the recording uh, unit that I use had some glitches, and I didn't notice it until the end of the podcast. So the the sound quality of my voice sounds like I'm on the telephone, while Kenya's voice is loud and clear. So uh, we didn't want to re-record the episode because the information was too valuable. So uh, hopefully you can overlook the sound record- recording quality and everything will uh, be clear and you can, and audible. And um, yeah, so hopefully you get a lot out of this podcast and we'll be having another one coming up soon. Thanks. We're back, Kenya. We're back, Will. How are you this week? How are you feeling? I, I am recovering. <laughs> <laughs> from jet lag (laughs) oh will when you have a leisurely life and you have to travel all the way to alaska (laughs) hint hint is where he went you know then yeah Yeah. there are some consequences there are yeah it's it's a beautiful consequence (laughs) i'd say yeah i'd say so yeah it was it was a great trip beautiful seeing the uh the sights of Alaska, being on the cruise ship, so I, I had a great time. That's fantastic. That's a place. That's a that's a bucket list place. I need to get to Alaska. That is on my list. I've never been there, so yeah. A lot of people don't get that. Yeah, yeah they don't get to to go there. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, th- I think one of the the most beautiful things was being on Etsy, looking at the mountains. Mm-hmm. On the longest day of the year. Yeah, I saw that post you made. That's fascinating. Yeah, (laughs) the midnight sun. Yeah, that was fascinating. Very cool. So, yep. Well, it's time to wake up. You got to work now. You got to work. You got to talk to the peoples. Got to work. Talk to the peoples. So for today's episode, we are at episode seven. Episode seven. Um, Excellent. Today's episode, I wanted to talk about something that I'm growing in my own business, and it is music licensing. Mm, I'm so glad you picked this topic because I think you may be (laughs) way more of a pro on this than than I am because that's a space that I don't... I mean, I've done some of it, but I would love to, yeah, pick your brain, and I'm, I'm sure the audience is going to want to learn more about how the especially the baby steps the beginning how do you what is that first of all and yeah what what do you do to make that happen yeah well i i wouldn't claim to be a pro cuz i'm still <laughs> like i said growing in that area of my business mm-hmm. but i would definitely say i've had some successes and it's it's been great to to see those successes grow on their own and that's actually true passive income once you absolutely uh, crack that nut you know that's really where where it is absolutely so yeah yeah i think the the blessing for me um was 
being or just meeting the right people. Yeah. And I think that's also part of a strategy that uh, people need to start 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 putting into place is going to uh, events or going to a lot of um, places where they can be in the mix mm-hmm. where they can meet people mm-hmm. that are are doing those types of things. So yeah. um, I might have to be the one asking you questions today because I, I think you're <laughs> going to have more experience in this because I, I, I've only I'm, I'm kind of a novice in this music licensing world a bit. But yeah, no, because as you start speaking, I got all kinds of, you know, questions popping in my head. But yeah, let's let's talk about it. Okay. So what, um, well, just as a question for you, what have you, uh, accomplished in that area? What have you gotten? <laughs> Minimal. 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 Well, okay. I guess we should talk about maybe, and I may lead, let you lead this, um, just kind of given, cause I think sometimes people get a little confused of what music licensing means. Like, what is that? It's a buzzword. You hear it. Um, I think there's some assumptions around it. I think people automatically think, oh, that just means your, your song is on a, movie and that's it mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. how would you describe just so that our listeners understand the context as we start talking about this what music licensing really means okay well it's basically you're giving a license to somebody to use your music and they're going to pay you for that license and it could be a one-off payment for that license or it could be a continual payment uh, for that license, or uh, you could not even get paid by the person uh, get, get, you're giving the license to. And what you'll do is you'll receive royalty payments through your performing rights organization. Right, right. So that's sort of sort of the the conversation of what licensing is. Right. And there's sort of a subset of that called sync licensing, which is when your music is synchronized to a video. And that's when you're having, uh, you're, you're getting your music on TV, movies, uh, video games, other things that are video related. Mm-hmm. Um, radio is not necessarily sync licensing because there's no video. Right. So, see, uh, see, you know, and I bet you a lot of people didn't understand that that is a subgroup of, mu- of music licensing. Because, again, I think I get a lot of clients who will mention music licensing. And I think the automatic, like I just said, assumption is just the video portion, you know, the, the movie, mm-hmm. the TV. So that's that's helpful to kind of be able to separate that. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I think that for me, I will say I haven't been as aggressive maybe in, in seeking music licensing, which may be why um, it's a little bit limited. What I do have, I will say, though, that I do have a, I do have a deal. Um, there's a yeah. music... Um, I guess, I don't know what you want to call them, platform or agency uh, that licenses music called Moods. Um, I think it's Moods Media or Moods Music Media. And what they do is they basically, yes, they will find um, music from artists and they place music in from your your major department stores like your Macy's or your Nordstrom's mm-hmm. to your um, other uh, drugstores like Walgreens and CVS and <clears throat> they do the they're basically the hub for placing the music and what they will do placing the music in those places and then um, uh-huh. so I do have a deal I do have a music licensing Great. yep agreement with them and it's kind of cool because I get people very frequently saying I heard 
I heard your song in Walgreens. <laughs> I heard, <laughs> clearly, they're playing it a lot in Walgreens because from Maryland, Washington, D.C. area, I've had family members tell me they heard it. To here in Illinois, wow. where I'm based, I've heard, you know, been told that they've heard it. Um, to down south in Atlanta, I was told that. And so clearly, that's a space where, um, they Walgreens. I'm hitting it hard with Walgreens, hey, but but no, I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> so I would say that's probably my most. When you asked about my experience with it, that um, they sought me out. They I I had started getting my music played on radio. And um, mm-hmm. one of my songs did pretty well. Um, this song called "Let Me" that did very well on um, smooth jazz networks and radio and different um, stations, kind of across internationally, really. But you know, definitely here in the states as well. And so they approached me um, and asked if I would be willing to. Um, do a deal with them. So that's when I called my attorney. <laughs> we talked about that team, <laughs> that team in Podcast 6. That team. Um, and my attorney, after much kind of going back and forth, uh, they worked it out. So, yeah. Great, great. Yeah. Well, um, that, that's definitely one level, one way of doing it. I haven't even gotten that. I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, if... if um, if if I'll be ever ever approached by a company to do to do that, but I, I might be because uh, I just got some good radio play. That's the sort of the mm-hmm. the news for me now. I got some some radio picked up this song that I did with an artist named Wayna. Yeah, and, uh, I saw that, and Wayna is awesome. I love Wayna. Yep. You know those who are listening in, um, she is. How would you describe Wayna's music so they can have an idea of what it is that you produced or wrote for her? It's um, well, actually, I would say the stuff that I produced uh, is actually different from a lot of the things that she's doing uh, from her. It's not too different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's still in her genre, which is neo soul, okay. but it's uh, it has it has a different sound, I think, to it. Okay. And I actually did a uh, the original version was like a go go version of the song. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, DC go go version, and then yeah. I did a neo soul. Mm-hmm. version and then a club version mm, nice nice so yeah it's it's a pretty wide-ranging um single it has a lot what of is the title what's the title of the single it's called don't give up don't give up okay all yeah, right you can find it everywhere yeah. spotify whatever you want to go so yeah it's uh it's, i'm pretty happy about the um the movement and traction is happening on yeah, it right now. Congratulations. So. Congratulations. We'll Thank we'll you. do our our one of our upcoming podcasts on radio because and we'll be able to dig into that more of how you made that happen. But yeah, no, that's mm-hmm. that's awesome. That's awesome. So what I want to um, say before people start to really um, seek out licensing, there's uh, something that you need to do with your tracks. And this is uh, key for go- going forward just to have anyway. Um, whenever you, you finish your recordings and your tracks and you're sending those out to people, whether it be radio, whoever, um, you always need to have what's called metadata. Mm-hmm. And what this is, is all the details of the artist, the name of the song, the track length, and the record label, but most importantly, your performing rights affiliation. Right. 
Because you won't get nothing. (laughs) (laughs) The reason why people stress metadata is, yeah, you want all the other information because if you win a Grammy, you know, they want to basically know who they need to notify and, you know, give the award to. But you don't get paid if people don't know who your PRO is. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so performing rights organizations. So that's a good, that's a really good point. And and just to give examples of what those are um, here in the States, um, because they do vary depending on, you know, what country, but we're here. So we'll talk Mm -hmm. about the U.S. Um, There are three that um, are pretty, I mean, and, and, and if there is a fourth, let me know. But the three main ones, there's really two really popular. Yeah, there's, there's mm-hmm. two that are the, 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 I would say, more popular, but yet the third, I think, may serve <laughs> a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But the they are, when you hear the word BMI, um, and you hear ASCAP or A-S-C-A-P, um, and then CSAC, which is S-E-S-A-C. Those are kind of those three main ones. And, and you, you know, and I'll, I'll be interested in maybe knowing from you, Will, if you think there's one that's better or people should aim for. But you need to be reg- It's I wouldn't say there is a wrong one. Um, that, but you have to have yeah, an affiliation with that in order for the collection to, to happen. Because what happens is, just so that it makes sense, is that when the song is playing, they're not... They, they, there's a detector thing system that's kind of going out there finding mm-hmm. it and it's attached to whatever PRO um, that the song is tied to and so if it's not tied to anything it's, it doesn't have a space then to, to count what the, the royalty should be or what the, the play will be. So. It used to be an, an archaic system <laughs> <laughs> of, which was arbitrary yeah. and people didn't know how people were getting paid. Yeah. Now since the digital age it's actually gotten pretty sophisticated yeah. and uh, they can sort of tell what's being played and, and where it's being played and, and they can sort of pay accordingly right so there's there's also uh, kind of a fourth i will say and it's kind of unique and i don't know if they i don't know if they consider themselves a pro or i don't know what they title themselves but it's very important and i push it a lot and that's sound exchange um Mm -hmm. sound exchange when you're talking about being sophisticated with the whole technology they basically anybody can register um and they you know there's an online process where you register with them and they more or less make a fingerprint of your name <laughs> and of who you are as an artist, mm-hmm. as a writer or whatever, however you're labeling yourself when you register. And by fingerprinting that, and what I mean by creating this, basically anytime the fingerprint pops up, then they're able to collect, um, di- and this has to be digital. This is complete digital. Um, so mm-hmm. when you're talking about your satellite um, things, um, like your Sirius XM, um, when you're talking about any kind of internet um, play, it basically, whenever it, it catches the Kenya, Maguire Johnson being me, or the Kenya as featured artists, and it, 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 I don't know, all the technology in it, but basically every month mm-hmm. I get a little report and it show, uh, I get a summary and then a very detailed one that basically shows everywhere they were able to detect and and they don't have a perfect system, so there may be some things that are being played that they don't catch. But they are mm-hmm. they're doing a really really strong job um, because they're able to. I pretty much am getting a monthly payment from them, um, so they're another. 
I don't know if they could, they're kind of really competing kind of hard because <laughs> the digital age is so strong. And so ASCAP and BMI being the more traditional ones who are used more to the TV and like what, you know, these bigger entities that, you know, have bigger kind of maybe revenues, they haven't mm-hmm. caught up as quickly digitally as your well, sound exchanges. The background on, on these organizations are, uh, sound exchange is, is definitely new and yeah. it was established with one of the, the newer copyright acts and they were established to, to collect digital right. and ASCAP, BMI and CSAC are sort of the older, um, organizations and ASCAP actually is the oldest and mm-hmm. BMI was next. And there's a whole history about, you know, between them, it goes back to the, the Payola scandal in the fifties. And that's all this, mm-hmm. I teach about all this in my class. So, mm-hmm. uh, nice. but what ASCAP, BMI and CSAC collect royalties for TV, uh, film and live performances. So if you go to any venue in your city that has live performances, look in the window on the bottom corner, <laughs> and you'll see ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC because mm-hmm. they are paying a monthly fee mm-hmm. to have live performances right. in their venue. The okay. reason is any person playing in that venue is more than likely going to play a song represented by ASCAP, BMI, and CSAC. Right. So uh, that's that's how that works. Now, how you get paid was sort of, uh, an amorphous concept on how <laughs> you played a live show and how you got paid. But now, uh, at least BMI, because that's what I'm affiliated with, mm-hmm. they have a way for you to list the playlist, your track right. or your repertoire right. of your show. Um, and whenever you perform in a venue, you can list your the tracks or the songs that you played, and then they, they can tally that. Right. So, uh, right. I, yeah, that's, that's, that's one of the things. That's what I'm familiar with as well. Now, you tell me, I, maybe I'm wrong on this. Don't they also handle, do they do anything at all with um, terrestrial radio, like AM, FM, or? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, that's they what I said. That's because, yeah, yeah, I just want to make sure everybody, I'm like, unless I missed that note. But, yeah, so TV, your film, your live venues, and then your terrestrial radio. Yeah, terrestrial, yeah. Um, and terrestrial radio, obviously, they, they have to document all their playlists and, you know, that's well part mm-hmm. of their system so that's how that's kind of easily um tallied to and with to your, tv it's called a cue sheet it's right. called a cue sheet that's exactly. that they submit the, exactly. the other thing to also think about ascap bmi and sound exchange are non-profits right uh csec right. is a for-profit entity right i always have my phone ringing in the background <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to turn it off. But uh, anyway, keep talking. Yes. Now, that's a really okay. important point um, to mention that you have. And I can't stop it. I, I'm so sorry if people. But as we, we'll, we'll pause, we keep we'll running into this. I'll, I'll edit. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll save my last statement again. Okay. Hold on. Actually, you know what? It's going to stop in just a second. Okay. We're done. Go ahead. Okay. I was saying. <laughs> Uh, what did I say? Oh, yeah. CSAC is a for-profit. So right. ASCAP, BMI, and SoundExchange are non-profits, and CSAC is a for-profit. Right. And, you know, this, this is starting to turn into a PRO conversation. We're going to do another podcast because there's some, there's some things that you need to think about if you're not registered um, how to go about deciding which one to register to. And I have some opinions, but I really want to 
us to make sure we, you know, the music license. Cover the license thing. Yeah. yeah. So, but, but, this, so let, but, let but as you that. see, it's really important though, because you can't, you're not going to get paid right. unless you're you have that You're not registered. Right. So, uh, so the music licensing piece, um, there's a couple things you can do. Um, first step is there's a lot of online things available right now. Uh, there's Music Gateway, um, and they just started their their sync, license, sync licensing um, section. They, they they're basically a place where people can go and look for for jobs that are that are being posted. Um, but they also have a space for you to upload your your tracks, and they'll actually look for licensing opportunities for you. Um, nice. There's also Jingle Punks, uh, and <laughs> they've worked well for me. Um, they've been great. And you said it's Jingle Punks. Is that what you're saying? Jingle Punks. Yeah, okay. Jingle Punks. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. It's a crazy name. Uh, then there's, um, I'm trying to remember the other one. Uh, there's a couple of them out there. and But besides that, there's also places where you can submit your music for uh, other catalogs. And mm-hmm. I think Getty and a couple other the um, stock images companies mm-hmm. had sort of a music thing. And I think they stopped taking submissions. I can't remember, but I have to double check that. But there's, but just do some searching on, on the web for people that are taking submissions for uh, commercial music or music licensing. And when you say commercial music, that's pretty much what you're talking about. You're uh, using, allowing your music to be used in a commercial space. Gotcha. Um, so other than that, there's, the networking that you can do. Okay. And that's when, when I told, tell my college students, I said, this is your network. When you're at college, that's your network. Mm-hmm. Uh, the people around you will be the people in the industry and mm-hmm. you need to, uh, it's also your team, you know, it's also your lawyers, your publicists, all these people. So right. make your right. contacts now. Right. And that has been the case for me ever since I left college. Um, a lot of the contacts that I have were from the, the college I went to, Howard University. So um, one of the uh, people who really hooked me up was he was actually graduated. He actually graduated a few years after me. Um, but he, he was a music supervisor for uh, Bunham and Murray. And if you ever see that name, that's on Bravo TV, mm-hmm. and that it, they do the production for uh, the Kardashians. Um, that's all just these a little small shows. thing, right? Just a small yeah, thing, man. <laughs> all these other reality TV shows, uh, Real Housewives of Miami, um, mm-hmm. all these, you know, all those shows. So uh, he he called me and he said they're putting together a catalog. Mm. And we're and just hurry up, send me everything you got. <laughs> so <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. He he uh, he put my stuff in the catalog, so now it's there. Um, wow. All of my my stuff is in their their catalog, and I got some placements on Real Housewives of Miami, nice. and I think another thing. So. So, so that was pure relationship. Yeah, that was pure Pure network because had you not known him, how were you going to get in that? You know what I mean? How does that happen? So that's huge. That's huge. 
Yeah. And that's that's what I say about about really making use of your network, especially if you're in a, in a university, that's your network. But if you're not, then go to a lot of these conferences, a lot of these events, yeah. Yeah. and the person that you're trying to talk to is the music supervisor. Now that that word is out. So they know that people are hunting them. Right. <laughs> so right. Uh, you have to be, um, uh, you know, <laughs> respectful of, of their Well, space. and we are definitely going to do a podcast on networking and how you how you do that, you know, appropriately, because you're right. That's a that's a hot title right now. And um, mm-hmm. but I'm so glad you mentioned um, attending conferences and, and things like that, because, you know, it's not just about. Um, it's not just, I mean, you, you, you definitely want to go to conferences and these different things to learn. You have to, so that you, so everything makes sense. So there's a development, there's a personal and a professional development. Mm -hmm. It goes along with going to different conferences and different info sessions and workshops and seminars. Um, and, and, you know, that's important. A lot of people are doing, you know, the podcast, how we're talking, that's, that's kind of a same kind of thing, but that in person going to a conference and, you know, workshop type of stuff, that network thing, that network thing is so critical because, um, and so this is why you can't just sit in front of your computer or you can't just sit and do videos on Instagram. Like you got to (laughs) get, you got to get yourself and you can't just keep DMing people and say, check me out. No, you need to go to these types of events. And I challenge artists, you know, you should be, especially in your beginning stage, once you kind of start getting more seasoned, um, you know, there's another, you may not be able to receive the same level that you need. But, you know, in your, in your, in your beginning seasons, you want to go to these things so that you can, you know, really start to connect the dots and meet people who connect the dots. You know, right. it's really cool to meet, you know, Chance the Rapper. Obviously, it would be awesome and dumb and ridiculous to be able to meet him right now, given his status. But you know who I really want to meet is that team <laughs> that's exactly. behind Chance the Rapper. I mean, exactly. he's a part of his team because he's an independent artist. But that team, that that group of people that are helping him, you know, and those are the people that attend these conferences. It's the industry people that get there and they're the people making the decisions on so many different levels and so you know particularly with music licensing because it is becoming such an important part of the music industry financially as well as for you know for tv and films when they're looking at their budgets and how they can you know they want to have music and stuff you know a lot of them are looking much more to independent artists because exactly. <laughs> it's more economical for them um, than a major label where they're going to have to, you know, pay buku boo, you know, to get this artist paid for. You notice on TV and, you know, most films, it's not like you hear a bunch of music you're familiar with. A lot of times it's different. You're kind of shazamming. I know I'll shazam a song. Like, what was yeah. this? Like, yeah, really. <laughs> that song was good. <laughs> you know, and because and you pops up this name I've never heard of before. And so um, by going to conferences, um, networking with the people who are making those decisions and finding out how you can get your music in catalogs the way, you know, William just explained is is really really important. Um, that's I cannot urge that enough because I I feel like I'm seeing a lot of people do way more on social media, but not physically engaging themselves. And and, 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 and music you'll be like, ahead of the curve because no, nobody's mm-hmm. doing that. And if you're right. or they've gotten away from <laughs> right. that, and and you'll be the right. one that people notice because you'll stand out. 
Exactly. And these and these conferences, you know, are still happening. You know, mm-hmm. they are happening. And, um, you know, maybe they're not in your city, but it's worth, you know, getting on Southwest Airlines for their really good deal right. prices. And, you know, getting somewhere, find an Airbnb, find a cousin, find a friend to stay with for two nights, you know, and, and use that investment in yourself. A, a huge one that's coming up that absolutely is going to have a lot of workshops, I'm certain, about music licensing is CD Baby. Um, CD Baby Mm -hmm. has it, it's called a DIY or do-it-yourself music conference that used to be in Chicago um, yearly when they first kicked it off a few years ago, but now this year they're going to be doing it in Nashville. And that is the weekend, I want to say, of August 25th through the 27th, something like that, or August 24th through the 27th, something like that. The last full weekend of August. Um, So... It's it, and they make it incredibly affordable. I mean, like their early bird prices were like forty nine wow. bucks or something a day. Like it was it was really cheap. It's gone up now because we're getting close to the date. But I don't I I I don't think it's gone up to the point. You know, they they are about the indie artists. Exactly. That's, so they're exactly. making things incredibly yeah conducive. So if you haven't registered for that or you know you've never attended that, I mean Nashville obviously that's a really wonderful location for the conference to happen um they try to choose cities that have a lot of music influence um and so you know go go and and you can hear from not just uh people just talking about it but the people who do it who actually you know i've gone to conferences where the person who was in charge of sound exchange you know making sure this and that happens was sitting right in front of me so that's how I knew, okay, I, I need to really get on board with this and, you know, understand this better. Yeah, so. and, and that's, that's some other key, key information there is just uh, getting, just being present, getting involved. Um, two things I want to say about something that you, you just talked about, uh, the, the conferences, um, definitely go to the music conferences, but also go to the film conferences right. and the, ones, the media conferences. Right. Because most of the people at the at those other media conferences, they're, they're it's saturated with with film or or TV people, and that's the people that you want to be right. around. So uh, right. you stick your head into right. those groups, and then you'll you'll stand yep. out. You know, you'll you'll you're basically going against the grain. So find find your 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 yeah. spot in those those places as well. Um, also. Uh, join your lo- local organizations. We, we, we'll do a show about organizations, but the Grammy chapters, when I was sitting on the board of the D.C. Yeah. chapter of Grammys, um, I was in meetings with, uh, you know, the, the president of Sound Exchange, um, the vice president mm-hmm. of BMI. Um, you know, just you're sitting right. at the same table with those individuals. So if you have a question about your your tracks and you, you want clarity on certain mm-hmm. things and and even just some inside information, they're right there. So, you know, right there, there's there. a whole, yep. we'll, we'll have a yep. whole talk about Definitely that. Definitely yeah. want to do that. Yeah, yeah, no, that's important. And they're not in every state. Right. You know, the recording the recording academy is who's in charge of the, the Grammys. Um, and, you know, that, that, that will be an interesting topic for us to discover, to, to talk, because I think a lot of people, they just see Grammys and they, 
you know, they see the, the 8 p.m. show and, you know, they're like, well, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. Grammys, you know, don't do this. They don't do that. But it's that's so much more than that. that. And that's not to say, yeah, there, that's not to say that there can't be improvements because I, I think always there absolutely can be. But the improvements are not going to happen right, if you're not right. there. Like you have to be a part of it to 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 get things moving. So, so. To say that. There's, well, awesome. um, there's a yeah, section in my yeah. book where I talk about this as well. So uh, that's, that's something that people can check out. And, you know, this getting licensed deals is it's definitely the holy grail of the, the music artist. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but just right. like Indiana Jones, right. you got you to gotta turn over the stones and, and, and dodge a few snakes and, and scorpions. But you'll, you'll find... <laughs> 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 You'll find that those, those gold, golden uh, golden nuggets here and there, and that's and it's, it's they're, they're out there. You just got to start looking. You got to look for them. Mm. Well, I think that's awesome that you've given a lot of really good nuggets uh, in terms of places. Um, you definitely, well, definitely. I don't know. Have to provide uh, maybe those links or you know the the website. Right, you right. Yeah, I can send that. For or yeah. you guys need to re. Yeah, you guys also can always obviously rewind this and replay it and pause it and write it down and do all that stuff Um, because, you know, he's given some nice spots where you can start beginning to, you know, submit your stuff online and looking. Um, And then, you know, we mentioned I mentioned the conference coming up for CD Baby. So go online, jump and look at that. I promise you they're going to have sessions on music licensing um, and they're going to present it in a fun and interesting way and cater to the indie artists. So, you know, check out, see if you can try to register for that. And if not that, if there's a conflict or something, look for, like what Will said, your, you know, local area, any types of organizations or events that may be happening around, um, you know, music industry things. And a a lot of times when you're having these conferences or summits, um, whether it be film or TV or or music, um, music licensing is a big part of that. So (laughs) you will see that. And, you know, the other big thing is there's a huge, and this maybe be one of the last kind of things to kind of talk about here, but there is a, a massive music industry um, event that huge networking can occur, and music licensing is kind of the the mm-hmm. hub of it is called Madem, yeah. or I say Madem, I don't might be Midem. Is it Madem or Midem? M I D E M, which is in France. Um, and so you can have an excuse, yes, friend, to go to, yeah. uh, I always say this wrong too. Is it, is it con? Can? I don't know French. I, okay. Yeah. The C-A-N-N-E-S. Okay. Anyway, that part of France, um, every June, it's usually like that first week of June. So we've missed it already this year. You, you're too late to go, but, um, I wouldn't say hurry up and get there just because it's an expensive space, but it is a, it is kind of the hub for the universal um, and the more international types of music mm-hmm. licensing um, opportunities. Yeah, and and yeah, you've music, got a l- lot of labels. I mean, just so much re- representation. Music Gateway uh, is, is based out of the UK, so they have a lot of uh, licensing okay, going gotcha. on over there. Um, oh, there. I mean, when you talk about international licensing, that's a whole nother pot. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I mean, but there's so, so much opportunity yeah. there. And especially for American artists, yeah. because American music is pretty much what's popular. So, um, but right. I, I just wanted right. to give uh, 
I guess, a couple examples, because I know I just named one, and, and uh, you were hyping me up saying I had all these placements. And I was like, uh, okay. Well, I was going to say, you just got, you just got yeah, another I got, one, um, I thought. Uh, I thought. BT and, and, yeah. uh, and Centric, I got some placements. One was yeah. on a, um, uh, what was it, a Soul Train Christmas special or something? I can't remember. I got a... Oh, wow. Okay, nice. so I'll, okay. I'll tell you the thing about this. It's getting in a catalog... It's like it is like Christmas because you don't know when you when you open up your royalty <laughs> statements every quarter, you don't know what you got. Right. You're like, oh, God, I know because they don't tell. Right. It's not. So, that so that's right. what, what, when yeah. you're in a catalog, that's what happens. And so um, it's not like yeah. I'm, I have a relationship with the music supervisor at such and such. That's really not the case. It's what the case is. I'm, I'm in several catalogs. Right. And the, the beauty of that yeah. things happen. So. You know, it's like um, the other placements I had was uh, Jimmy Kimmel's show, uh, Steve Harvey, um, uh, Vice Essentials. See, I told you you were a superstar. (laughs) Come on now. Everybody is like, oh, no, that's awesome. And that's because you're part of catalogs. Yeah, Yeah, well, it's it's good to to have it on, on the resume. Uh, yeah oh my god yeah (laughs) it it helps to promote all the other uh aspects and i actually have a um a a paid a website set up for uh commercial music so hopefully i can get some other accounts just through that you know through the cache of having that so yeah i think we may have to do a part two about what kind or if you have an idea of the kind of music or the kind of sound or, you know, cause you have some people who are, you know, specifically just trying to aim for that and may not know how their production or how their sound should, you know, what maybe catches an ear or some, some helpful tips, you know, when you're right, trying right. to submit certain songs, what, what works, what doesn't, you know, um, length of song yeah, we, or any can, of those things. Yeah. We can devote a podcast to that, but just to basically say, I would say go out and, and just start paying attention yeah. to commercials, to all the music that's in the background of what you're, you're watching. And that's what you need to be making. You need to make music that's, that simulates what you see behind everything else. Mm. And then you'll start really getting, getting placements for commercial music. So good point. That's, that's it. Wow. He makes it sound so easy. I know. But I think it's so important because like you said, it is a, it is, um, if you can get these opportunities, if you can get in catalogs, you know, um, you definitely can have some passive income and then you see it in the form of your royalty checks. Um, I, I will say that real early in my, when I first released my very first project, which today, literally, well, not it's, well, we, we, Okay, so we pre-record these podcasts, but let's say this, that on June 29th um, of 2010 um, was my anniversary of, of first releasing my very first album. And when I first released that in 2010, um, I, I did, I think, again, I was approached again, and I'm not quite sure how to remember how this all happened, but by an agency that was looking for music to put in their catalog because they, you know, did a lot of um, placements on Things. So I, I kind of forgot about that because I don't honestly know. I, I feel like I've never gotten anything placed because I'm like, I don't mm-hmm, see any reports mm-hmm. of it. But um, I think that's important to try to at least get on to some catalogs. And then, you know, you just never know 
um, you know, where it can go. Um, and I know for what I did, you know, what, what I am aware of and that's being played in Walgreens and those types of things, um, it was me getting out there and getting my music out there and um, really solid um, for radio and all of that, that they picked it up. So, you know, it all comes down again to product. I say this all the time to clients and to fellow artists, you know, yes, music licensing, it would be awesome. The placements are great. If you can get synchronization, great syncing, all that. But if you don't have the product, you know, that's just, and so getting that solid product should still be such an important part of, of, you know, your process to looking at longevity and music. You know. And I, I would say just keep making a lot of music. Yeah. And d- yeah. do what you love and m- make a lot of it. And, yeah. and what you would do is you would send, um, I, I would sort of test the catalogs, t- mm-hmm. test the sites, uh, and t- test the opportunities. Send a group of songs, a batch of stuff here, a batch of stuff here, and see which catalog is producing the most. Mm-hmm. And then you start focusing more efforts on that. And and you'll see from your your uh, royalty reports, you know who's who's winning. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. You know, it's just a matter of of testing it out. But I would the only way you can do that is to continually make music and continually submit it. Right. And uh, CD Baby, they have uh, the option where you can go CD Baby Pro, mm-hmm. and they'll actually sort of put your music in a catalog. Basically, basically, it's available for people to syn- synchronize. Mm-hmm. Um, to to their videos so you know you'll get some some royalties from that Mm -hmm. but these uh these other catalogs just be uh be aware that they charge not Mm -hmm. charge you directly but they'll take their money out of what's paid so it's the publisher's portion so they'll get 50 percent basically of what's being being paid um now if if you're good and your music is you know you're a-list artist you can negotiate but <laughs> being an indie you gotta take what you can get <laughs> right i was gonna say that that creates a whole nother topic for us because it does you know that is important to kind of understand that publisher piece and what is right and what's not and do you give up a song completely and they're like look we'll pay you off this huge amount and then it's theirs forever and now you've given up your masters and that's a whole nother you know there's there's a lot of minutia so i i really would highly 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 please if this is an area that you're very interested in and an area that you're very intrigued by or really want to learn more please try to find a music conference try to find something um, where you can go to actual sessions and be able to really get more in depth or look at you know will's book that he mentioned where he has a whole kind of chapter on this and really because there's a there are there's there's some minutiae in this um, I don't think it's difficult minutiae but you need to be aware of it so that you are understanding as you begin the um, networking and as you're beginning the process of this, you know, that you've got a clear picture of what's happening. Um, So educate yourself. Educate yourself. Or contact Creating Crimson and you can book a conversation with me. That was going to be my last thing is absolutely we can have a whole (laughs) session talking about this um, and me just being able to get a little bit more information from what your situation is so that I can direct you, you know, as necessary. You may hear a lawnmower now. I just have a lot of activity happening behind my little home office. Your world is happening, girl. (laughs) I can't tell the lawnmower. That just means 
You've been talking too long, Kenya. But yes, no, please contact. This is, we always like to end. And I I do want to, um, you know, just make sure everybody understands. I am a, a musician. I'm a singer, songwriter. Um, but I also have a master's degree in counseling. So coaching is very close to my heart. I used to be in um, education as well in higher ed teaching. Um, and so, you know, I've combined all of those forces to create Creating Crimson. And our whole goal with Creating Crimson is to help artists however we can. And so um, the one-on-one coaching obviously is a more personalized um, way, but uh, we've got some really good, very inexpensive, very affordable um, rates right now in order to get coaching um, where it would just be me and you. And I offer a free, a completely free consultation um, for 30 minutes on the phone. Um, if, you know, just to, just to introduce for you to enter. Yeah. For you to introduce who you are to me and for me to tell you a little bit more about creating crimson and, and, you know, squeeze in a topic that we can cover. And just so you get a feel of what this is. Um, I think a lot of times people don't maybe understand what coaching means and, you know, all of that. And so they may just not engage, but that's why I do these free consultations, um, initially just to get everybody comfortable and familiar. Um, so if you just email info at creatingcrimson.com, um, you can let me know if you want to set that up or you can just visit the website creatingcrimson.com and there's a contact form um, that you can scroll down, fill that out and we'll, we'll contact you that way too. Yeah. And you can email me at drwsmith at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com. And I also have services where I will actually register your music for you. So, And I actually was going to bring that me, up. I'm glad you said, okay, yep, go ahead, finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you need a copyright registration or BMI registration or even CD Baby uh, registering registration, I will handle all that for you, and you can check out my website at makingmoneyinthemusicbiz.com for more information on that. But it's it's a very detailed process, yeah. and to make sure you're dotting all your I's and crossing your T's, it it can be kind of uh, kind of stressful. Yep. But I'm here to help alleviate some of that if, if yeah. you need my services. So whatever I'm, you I'm need, gl- I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I was going to mention that, and then we'll kind of wrap this up. Yes that's called a being a publishing administrator. And I have one. <laughs> I have one. It's not my, my wonderful friend, Will. I actually have a, um, a person, her name is Paige Martin, but um, she's a, a publishing administrator and, oh, she saves me. She saves me yep. because it is, it's a very detailed process getting, again, it's not something you can't do, but it is a, it's not, you know, don't just think you're going to go hop on, you know, during your little you know, break at work. I mean, it's, it's a process. Right. Yeah. It's a process. Right. So, yeah. Okay. You got to know how to navigate it. So yeah. great. Well, this has been a, a really good one. Yeah. Lots of really good nuggets. Lots of wonderful information that absolutely contributes to making money, making money in the music. And that's what this podcast making is about. Money in music business. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, thank you. Perfect. All right. We'll see you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye.